Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! What is going on, gang? Welcome to the First Cut Podcast and your second round recap of the highly anticipated, highly historic 2024 Cognizant Classic. I'm your host for the evening. I'm your analyst for the for the evening. I'm the only voice for the evening, Patrick McDonald. We got a lot to get into, and we got to start with the morning wave there out at PJ National. There was a little uh, a little wind today. Luckily for uh, for us, the uh, for those of us who enjoy seeing these guys go through some pain, uh, and, and the scores were indicative of it early. At Reese Rick is Rick's in Napa. He's enjoying a little vino, a little wine, a little little uh, time away from the screen. But I'm here today, and we'll get into it. It started with uh, Victor Perez. Yes, the Frenchman. We haven't had a Frenchman win on the PGA Tour since Matthew Pavon. Before that, it wasn't since World War II. But Perez is putting his name into the mix. A very nice round today. A lot of short game action. Put a clinic on and around the greens. And I think for Victor Perez, he, he shoots a five under 66. He stands there at nine under right in the mix. He is just another one of these DP World Tour guys who is coming over from Europe, one of those top 10 players who received status through that uh, avenue and putting his best foot forward. He hasn't had a great time out on the PGA Tour in a few early starts, but the ball striking has been there. We saw that in round one. And in round two, the short game really came alive and kept him afloat. The ball striking fell off just ever so slightly, uh, but we saw the short game keep him in it and keep him with a chance to win this tournament. He's won plenty over there. On the DP World Tour, he'd follow Pavon, Sammy Valamaki, a lot of these DP World Tour guys who have played pretty well at the start of 2024 and, and been a part of this uh, this bevy of long shot winners that we have seen. Uh, and so, does he have staying power over the weekend? I think generally, there are a few names here that hold much more weight than others when it comes to this leaderboard and the first page of it. Is Perez one of them? I'm not quite sure. If he hit the ball like he does, like he did today over these next 36 holes, I would say no. But we've seen crazier things, obviously, with this PGA Tour season. He stands there after a nice round of five under 66, nearly bogey-free before his last hole. Uh, And the other performer out of the morning wave, there were nice rounds for Matt Fitzpatrick, Ricky Fowler, Tom Kim as well. They're in that four to six under range. But Kevin Yu. Uh, one of these younger guys, one of these guys who Mark coached on his Arnold Palmer Cup team, uh, he shoots four under 67 today. He's one of those. He He's played well at the Farmers Insurance Open as well. Uh, there was a lot of, I guess, pressure or spotlight on him at the Phoenix Open being an Arizona State guy. He comes back from injury this season and, and he's having a, a great year, really a, a ball striking guy. 
the, the, the no putt team, Kevin, Yu is slowly, but surely trying to make that first team, no putt team. Is he there quite yet? I don't know, but he finds himself in the mix again. And, and just putting himself in the mix is, it, it says a lot about the type of player that he is. And he backed up his opening 66 with a 67, five birdies, one bogey coming on the 16th there, which is uh, one of the more difficult holes at the Honda Classic. And, and so, yeah, I think Calvin, I think that's a great way to put it. Kevin Yu seems to finish inside the top 10 or he misses the cut. There is no in between. Obviously, the consistency will come later in, in his career, you would think, but that's a pretty good way to make your living uh, early on, especially when he, he's one of those players who needs to get into the signature events uh, still. He was one of those who got into the Genesis Invitational through the Aeon Swing 5, which is a complete cluster. Do not ask me how that works. Uh, and I guess he's probably on his way to potentially playing himself into the API and the players' championship. <laughs> maybe not the players, but maybe the API. Uh, but we'll, we'll see about that. But an, another good start for Kevin Yu, nine under, right in the mix heading into the weekend. Uh, but the big names didn't get going until Friday afternoon. And we're going to be touching on the Rory's, the Cam Young's, the Shane Lowry's, and our leaders uh, just after a quick word from one of our partners. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And we're back. It was uh, the early, late wave got the good end of the draw. Let's just say that. We saw it there in in, uh, West Palm Beach. The wind really died down. In the middle of the afternoon, it looked tough early. It it looked. <laughs> Thank you, Zach Jeffers, for the kind words. Patrick Solo, sign me up. Oh, God, one of my faithful fans. But we saw the wind really die down there in the afternoon, and we saw a lot of guys run with the opportunity. And one of those guys who was kind of just experiencing a middling round, one under for most of it, Rory McIlroy. He arrives to the bear trap one under for his day. He, he makes birdie on uh, 15, makes birdie on 16. He adds another on 18. 
And all of a sudden, Rory McIlroy, world number two, 2012 Cognizant Classic winner, at least that's how the PGA Tour will phrase it, is only three back heading into the weekend, the betting favorite as he continues his march towards Augusta National. And I think the thing that has impressed me from Rory McIlroy so far from 36 holes is his patience level. We saw on the West Coast just short stretches of three to four to five holes really be his undoing. Uh, at, at Pebble Beach, for example, the first round, he shoots out to six under, bogey, 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 out of the tournament. At Riviera, he goes bogey, double bogey, triple first round at the Genesis, out of the tournament. And at PGA National, given the level of danger, the amount of water hazards, how quickly things can go wrong for a player, for him to kind of keep his wits about him, continue to pound his driver. He's playing very aggressive out there, mind you. The driver's on an absolute string. Top 10 in accuracy, number one off the tee. If he continues to drive the ball like that, he's going to be very tough to beat over the weekend. But to keep kind of that patience, even when the iron play isn't cooperating, he's gotten nothing out of it, and just plot his way around, be okay with par. He had a bad three put on 12. That's fine. And then it's like, okay, oh, my God. It was almost Scotty Scheffler-like where this guy just shot four under. Seriously, he didn't really do anything too special. And, and that just goes to show kind of the class of Rory McIlroy against everyone else in this field. No offense to them, but it, it is a clear difference. And I, I think it's going to be very good for Rory to get himself into the mix over the weekend. I know he won in Dubai at the beginning of the year against uh, Cameron Young, who we'll be talking about. But just on the PGA Tour, with how much danger there is around PGA National, it's going to be a really good test for him for the API, obviously, the Players' Championship as well, which is high on his calendar, and, of course, the Masters once he gets there. So Rory McIlroy, 467, dominated the bear trap, so to speak, right in the mix at 8-under. And there are a lot of players at that 8-under number, including Cameron Young, former PGA Tour Rookie of the Year, Rapping sensation, young Cam. He was he was kind of just at it again. He he put the ball very well in round one, and I think that's really the key when it comes to Cameron Young, right? We know what he can do in the ball striking department. He's long and straight off the tee most of the time. He tends to have that snap hook, but the driving accuracy was really good today. Hit eleven out of fourteen fairways. Uh, approach play was solid. Gained almost a stroke and a half, and the putter he gained almost a stroke. Mind you, this is on the heels of gaining three and a half on the greens yesterday. He holed over like 130 feet of putts on Thursday. So you would think this would be kind of the down round for Cameron Young. And it almost looked like that early where he doesn't take advantage of uh, the par five third. He makes bogey. It's like, all right, he's one over. Is he really going to do this again? Probably. And he kind of just writes the ship there around the turn with a birdie on eight, another one on 10. The artist formerly known as the par four tenth, now the par five tenth, and another on the 12th to, to get him right back into this tournament. So is Cameron Young going to win this golf tournament? No, he's not. Will he make for a good contender? 
maybe. But I've seen this story way too many times at this point. I've I've seen this movie. I know how it ends. And it ends with Cameron Young finishing T2 behind player X. Third behind player X. I would love to be proven wrong. Cameron Young has been knocking on the door forever. His rookie year was unbelievable. It was unbelievable that he didn't win during his rookie year. I believe he had eight podium finishes, one at the Open, one at the PGA Championship. You, you throw in uh, the Wells Fargo at TPC Avenel. He was in the mix there when Max Homa won. Uh, he was in the mix at, I believe, the RBC Heritage as well. And so he's able to play these golf courses where you don't necessarily need, need to bomb driver off the tee everywhere. You can lay back, which, which is interesting given that is his strength. I'm just, I'm, I don't know where he is mentally given the amount of close calls and, and given <laughs> some, some bad finishes. I, I just, I have faith in more people. I will put it that way. To not put it on Cam Young's shoulders, Young Cam, rapper sensation. I have more faith in other people. And maybe one of those people who probably should have won at this golf course a couple years ago. The heavens opened up. God came down. He said, it's not your time to win here. Maybe he was waiting for 2024. That is Shane Lowry. Like McElroy, he goes 67. 67 to start the week. He is there at eight under. And Sugar Shane Lowry is kind of doing it all right at the moment. Uh, 14th tee to green, eighth off the tee, th uh, 31st putting uh, today. Pretty similar from yesterday. The around the green game could use some work, but it's Shane Lowry. He, he's one of the best around the greens in general. And his history here is kind of undeniable with that runner up to Substraka where he doesn't birdie the last hole. He hits his drive like 250 yards off the tee because it's just dumping. It's pissing out there, and he's unable to get it done. But this is typically the time of year where Shane Lowry gets going. He's done this two years in a row where he has a meh West Coast swing. He kind of pops up in the Middle East on the DP World Tour from time to time. He didn't do that this year. Uh, but man, West Coast swing, hit the ball well at the Farmers Insurance Open. Uh, finished T T25 there, I believe. And then he goes on a tear. You look at his Florida swing uh, last year. Never mind. It was very bad. But I stand by it. There it is. 2022. That's the one I was looking at. 2022, he goes runner up at the Honda. Top 15 at the players, top 15 at the Vallis Bar, T3 at the Masters, T3 at Harbortown. Could Shane Lowry do something like that again? Sure, why not? Uh, but it's good to see him back in the mix going second T5 the last two seasons at PGA National. And I think for him, it's going to come down to the putter. It's been somewhat spotty uh, so far this season. The switch to Bermuda obviously alleviates a lot of that. And it's been a very long time since we've seen him win. I think his last win in the U.S. is the Bridgestone. I think it's the WGC Bridgestone. I think that's his only win in the United States, to tell you the truth. Uh, so it, it has uh, 
It has been a while for Shane Lowry, surprisingly. Yes, okay, he won the BMW PGA when when the Queen passed away. God bless. Uh, so that is his win. So who knows? It's He's kind of almost in the Cameron Young camp in my mind, which probably isn't fair considering he's a major champion and he's a WGC winner. But it's a, it's a what have you done for me lately business when it comes to the Patrick McDonald School of Hard Knocks. And Shane Lowry hasn't done a lot lately. Uh, so it's a big weekend for him as well. We got Jake Knapp in the mix as well. I think a lot of people probably assumed he was just going to fall off following uh, the battle him and Sammy Valamaki went through at the Mexico Open last week at Vedanta. But bogey-free effort, five under 66. I believe he draws Rory McIlroy again tomorrow, given they're at the same score and they finished at the same time. Seems like the Rory pairing is good for both of them. They seem very at ease with each other. He said he, he wasn't nervous. It turns out Jake Knapp is just very good at golf. I think a lot of people, like I just said, thought for there was going to be a little regression this week. And especially with what we saw on Sunday there in Mexico, where this guy couldn't hit broadside of the barn with his driver, hitting two fairways, somehow winning that golf tournament and coming to a tight, dangerous PGA national. Uh, it, it's been very impressive. And he's done it. He's at 18 fairways so far this week. That's outside the top 65. But the ball striking's just been brilliant. Brilliant. Gaining six strokes from tee to green so far. If he continues to do that, it's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately business. And Jake Knapp, based on that, that criteria is currently the number one player in the world. Do not clip that. But based on that criteria, he is. <laughs> and so... I think uh, I think he's going to stick around. I think he's going to lose a couple balls this weekend, but I think he might stick around too. He's one of those guys you don't really – this is a very different situation than last weekend, being paired with Rory McIlroy on the weekend with a lot of water and a lot of danger. And so I am actually – I'm very interested to see what he does. I, I think he'll play well. I think he'll lose a couple balls, but I think he'll play well, which I think is fair. All right. I believe that's all we have to talk about. Josh, can you confirm or deny? Did I miss anyone? Oh, the leaders. <laughs> Whoops. All right. Uh, let's talk about... I don't need to talk about Garrett Higo. He's, he's in second. I don't need to talk about Austin Eckro. He's in second. Minus 10. Right in the mix. The story heading into the weekend is, without a doubt, Bud Colley at 11-under, your 36-hole leader. And for those of you who do not know the Bud Colley story, it is, it is a very good one. I mean, it's not a good one, but the comeback story is a very good one, right? He's a name that's been around the PGA Tour for quite some time. He's probably known best for being friends with Justin Thomas at this point. But Collie was in a single car accident in the summer of 2018. He was a passenger. I believe it was the week of the memorial, maybe, if my memory is serving me correct. Uh, he, he left there with six broken ribs, a collapsed lung, a broken leg, 
had to go multiple surgeries, steel plates implanted in him. He returned to competition, I believe in like 2019, but complications, additional surgeries, forced him to the sidelines again in 2020. And that, that's really where he has been uh, up until this year. He had a couple rehab starts on the Corn Ferry Tour. But the WM Phoenix Open was his first official PGA Tour start since the 2020 Fortinet Championship. And he has, I believe, 25 starts, 27 maybe, to fulfill his major medical extension. And obviously, uh, this week would go a long way towards reminding, you know, long way towards that. And I think a long, long way towards reminding fans and maybe even himself with the player he is. I mean, his swing is compact, tight, a great ball striker. You hear Justin Thomas always talk about how they play together at the Bears club and Collie's taking money off him. Uh, and so it is a, there's a lot of comebacks this day and age, right? And I think this one would be one of the more popular wins on the PGA Tour as well. And just for, you know, stories. Uh, it would make for a hell of a story this early in the PGA Tour season, in my opinion. He goes around PGA National today, six under, 65, bogey-free, birdies the 18th from about 10 feet uh, to grab the solo lead from Garrick Higo uh, and Austin Eckrode at 10 under. And it'll be a lot of fun to see how he reacts this weekend to the pressure of playing with that lead and uh and only his second start back. This is his second PGA Tour start since the 2022 Fortnite Championship. It's it's pretty incredible. Uh and so let's uh let's get into those odds. Let's see who could possibly possibly pose a problem for Mr. Bud Collie. Rory McIlroy is leading the way at 4 to 1. Collie 9 to 1, Ekro 9 to 1. So is Cam Young. Lowry at 12, Higo 14. Napping you at 16 and Victor Perez, the Frenchman at 22 to one as someone whose one and done pick was Christian Zadenhout. Josh, he was in a tie for second at one point today, tie for second. I put my phone down. I go for a walk. I come back. Christian Zadenhout misses the cut. That's what happens when you're Patrick McDonald's one and done selection. Hmm. This is interesting. I think Rory at four to one, it is very hard to bet that price, but it's also very hard, I think, to bet anyone else. Uh, just because you, you look at those names combined, their last victory outside Jake Knapp, obviously. I'm a nappy boy. Don't get me wrong. Outside of them, they don't have a win since, uh, I guess, Garrick Higgo's win at Congaree th those many moons ago. So there are a lot of unknown quantities on this leaderboard. So I wouldn't mind going a little further back. Let's hypothetically say eight under is the lead. You got Rory there. You got Cam Young there. You got Shane Lowry. And so who from further back? Let's go deep, Josh. I know you're going to like this. Who from further back? could pose a problem could it be tom kim at 30 to 1 at 6 under minwoo lee at 65 to 1 from 5 under 
I think uh, what are Tom Kim's stats? Fourth off the tee, number one in driving accuracy. Iron play is horrible. Okay. I'm going to bet on Tom Kim. He's going to be my guy. Tom Kim, 35 to 1, 6 under, 5 back, a Bud Collie. I'm doing this so Bud Collie has a chance to win. Rory McIlroy has a chance to win. I'm falling on my sword, people. So I hope you appreciate that. Maybe Matthew Pavan. I got a lot to think about tonight. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. The one-man show is never easy. I appreciate you all sticking with me. Just talking into the ether right now. Who, I mean, who could be, who could be listening right now? Matthew Pavan, maybe, Mark, maybe, maybe. He is number one in the FedEx Cup points for us. So if you go by that metric, he's the number one player in the world. Jake Knapp, also number one player in the world. Patrick McDonald, not the number one podcast host in the world. Because I need someone else to talk to. We will have others on this show tomorrow. I promise you that. If not, Joseph Bosa picking up Cbez for me. I appreciate that. That's that's enough on my end. I'm a I'm a I'm a defeated man. This was your round two recap of the 2024 Cognizant Classic. The first cut podcast, March 1st, 2024. I have been your host, Patrick McDonald. It was an honor to serve all you faithful listeners. We will catch you guys this time tomorrow. Have a good night.